Hello, awesome humans, and welcome to today's episode of the Awesome Human Podcast. I'm Natalie, your host, and I'm so grateful you're here. As a quick reminder, we record this podcast with a live virtual audience, so you will hear me respond to questions and comments. If you'd like to join me for Awesome Human Hour Live, I would love it. It's every Wednesday at noon Eastern, and you can sign up by going to happier.com and clicking on Awesome Human Hour. Now, before we dive into today's topic, just take a moment to arrive to this moment right now. This time is for you, and I hope you find today's episode really valuable. One of the things I'm fond of saying is just because you love your work doesn't mean you always want to do it. I love my work. I think if you've been with me for a while, you know that I love my work, and there are things I don't want to do at all. Zero. It doesn't make you a bad human. It doesn't mean you don't love your work or you don't have a sense of purpose. It just makes you a human. It is human. We don't have eternal motivation. So I think it's, um, well, I love knowing, uh, thank you, Linda, how long you've been with me in whatever capacity that always gives me fuel to know how long we've been connected. So let's dive in. Um, So again, I think Debbie set us off on the right note. The first thing is to acknowledge that it is normal to not want to do stuff. Even if you love your work or you love your family, I love my family. And most of the time I love to cook for my family. And some days it is the last thing in the world that I want to do. So it doesn't make you a bad person to not want to do something. It just makes you a human being and we're all human beings. So the first step is to really acknowledge that it's okay to not be motivated. It doesn't make you bad or weird. It makes you normal, especially two years of the pandemic, anyone? We've all been drained more than usual. So that's the first step. When you're feeling unmotivated, do not punish yourself with harsh self-talk for not wanting to do something. Don't drain your energy even more than it's already drained. So that's the first step. Now let's, because I really, you know, today is all like, I want to give you really, really tangible things. So here's the thing about motivation. It's kind of like sleep. You cannot will yourself to be motivated. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody can't go to sleep, you can't just yell at them to go to sleep or like cheerlead them to go to sleep. Like, yay, go to sleep. No, that's BS. That doesn't work. The same thing with motivation. You cannot just cheerlead yourself into motivation or force yourself or will yourself. And so um, there are a couple of things you can do. So first and foremost, when you are feeling really unmotivated to do stuff, check in on what your energy is like. Are you exhausted? Are you totally drained? Because if you are, the first thing you need to do is fuel your energy in some way. You cannot get stuff done when you are on empty, right? I was just talking about this in my keynote. It's an example that I actually write about um, in my book, which is like, think of an example of a car, right? A car needs gas or electricity, depending on what kind of car you have. It needs gas to be able to do its job of being a car, right? When the car runs out of gas, it cannot do its job of being a car. So if you are, your energy is your fuel. If you are on empty, it doesn't matter how much you need to get something done or you think you should, you need to refuel before you're able to even think about getting stuff done. So that's the next step is check in. Are you totally exhausted emotionally, mentally, or physically? And if you are, the best thing you can do in order to be more productive is do something that fuels your energy. Take a short walk, get a cup of your favorite beverage and hang out with yourself for 10 minutes. Um, Disconnect from your work in some way for 10 to 15 minutes. There's a practice that I call the daily fuel up. Again, I was just teaching it during my keynote. Again, it is something in the book. So I give you kind of tidbits and there's a lot more details, but 
The practice is very simple. Take 15 minutes, check in with yourself first. Always check in with yourself. Just say, how am I feeling? Like, how's my emotional energy, physical energy, mental energy? And then depending on that, say, well, what is something I could do right now to refuel my energy? And all of us have 15 minutes. I promise you, I know you're busy, so am I. We all have 15 minutes and it could be really simple things. Like I said, taking a walk, um, taking some deep breaths, reading something from a, not, uh, from a book that has nothing to do with work, um, doing something else that you find enjoyable. 15 minutes is going to help refuel your energy a little bit so that you can then roll up your sleeves and do the stuff. So that's the first practice. The second practice I want to offer you, and this is, I opened my book because um, there's even, this practice is so important. So in my book, I take you on a five-week emotional fitness challenge where we go through the five emotional fitness skills of acceptance, gratitude, intentional kindness, self-care, and the bigger why, and you have dedicated practices for each one. So this next practice I want to give you, it's in the book. I even wrote you a note to self about it. So it's called a to-do list makeover. And this is one of my favorite practices when I do have the energy to do something, but I just don't feel like doing it. You know, those like really annoying tasks on your to-do list like the ones that have been there for a week or two weeks and you just keep moving them over and over and over. Yeah, those, we all have those. So this practice is really good for those. Like you have the energy, you just don't wanna do it. So here's your to-do list makeover. Look at your to-do list, look at those annoying to-dos that you don't feel like doing and ask yourself, who does this help? So when you get that thing done, who does it help? Does it help your family? a colleague, your team, a customer, someone else. When we connect stuff we have to do to how it contributes to someone else or how does it help someone else, it gives us motivation because as human beings, we are actually um, at our core, we're pro-social. What that means is we love to do things. It is important to us. It fuels us to do things that help or contribute to other people. And this little practice helps you to connect the things that you have to do that are on your list to a sense of purpose. So they go from just being a thing that I got to do to, oh, well, this thing that I need to do, it helps a colleague or this thing that I need to do helps my team. And I want to give you a really tangible example. So my book is coming out in four weeks. Yesterday was actually the mark one month from yesterday. My book is coming out. I was going to say, I promise not to do this every awesome human hour, but uh-uh, I don't promise. I think I'm going to be doing this excitement at every awesome human hour because I am really excited. Um, so there's a lot going on. Um, my schedule is usually busy, but right now it is particularly packed with media interviews and all the things we're doing and all the things we're planning. Teaser, teaser, Natalie, the teaser. There's going to be other surprises about my book coming out that's, that are going to be awesome. Not yet. Um, and I have a lot of speaking I'm doing. So I had this uh, keynote this morning and I don't do um, talks that are standard. I would be so bored and it would not be in service. So I actually customize most of my talks. And I wrote a pretty brand new talk for uh, this morning. And uh, it was like yesterday afternoon. I was feeling like I fueled my energy, but I just didn't feel like doing the slides. I do my own slides, but it's really important um, to me to kind of flow them in. And I just didn't feel like doing them. And I asked, I, I did this to-do list makeover. 
I, I said to myself, okay, who does it help when you get these slides done? And I was like, well, you know, there's 300 people that are making an hour to listen to me. And their company has brought me in uh, to fuel them, to offer them these skills, sharing these practices with them, the slides help them understand the practices better. So when I get these slides done, it actually helps all these people. And you know what? It fueled me. It wasn't like, I just want to be realistic. This practice doesn't make you go, yes, I want to do this annoying thing. I don't want to do. No, 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 like unicorns and rosy glasses here, but it gives you fuel. It's no longer just a thing you need to do. It becomes a thing that you can do that is in service of someone else that helps someone else. And you can hear it in my voice. When you do this practice, it does fuel your motivation. And research shows that when we connect things we do to how they give us a sense of purpose, we activate this pro-social mindset that we all have. And when you're in a pro-social mindset, you have more energy, more focus, and more motivation. So to-do list makeover, again, it's a practice that I go at length, um, go on at length about in my book. It's part of your bigger why week um, in the book, but I wanted to share it with you because it's really, really, really helpful. All right. The next thing I want to do, because I would like to tame some questions. So if you have questions, I should have said this at the beginning, you can pop your questions into Q&A. It's at the bottom of your screen. And I am going to try to take uh, some questions, even though we're doing a short show today. If you join us a little bit late, as a reminder, thank you for joining at a special time. And we are ending at 1.30 Eastern today. Um, so a short, productive <laughs> show. Um, so the next thing I want to do before I take some of your questions, if you have them, I wrote down, I always share this with you. Here's my, I do prepare for these awesome human hours because I really want to make them beneficial. So I wrote down some of my favorite kind of, um, I hate the word hacks. I hate the word life hack because life is meant to be lived, not hacked. But um, they're little like, I don't know, tips and tricks that really help me to get stuff done um, that I want to share with you. So again, remember, first we talked about do not force yourself to feel motivated. Don't yell at yourself to be motivated. Don't shame yourself for not being motivated to do stuff. You're a human being. Second, we talked about checking on your energy levels, physical, mental, emotional. If you're really depleted, I don't care how much you need to get something done. You're not going to get it done. So do a daily fuel up, do a 15 minute fuel up first. Then we talked about the to-do list makeover, which is a practice of connecting your to-dos to how do they contribute to someone else. It's a practice um, that is in my book, which I know many of you have pre-ordered. Thank you for sharing your excitement in the chat. Awesome fuel for me and Debbie. So here are some other tips and tricks for getting stuff done when you don't want to do it. Um, and I'm looking at my list because I literally sat down last night. I was like, okay, what are all the things that help me? Um, give yourself an award for getting something done. Uh, your brain is a little child. I say this lovingly, but our human brain is like a little child. Um, it's afraid a lot. It gets distracted a lot. It throws temper tantrums a lot. And it responds really well to rewards. So what I often do um, is I uh, tell myself, okay, like this annoying thing you don't want to do, you're going to do it. And then you're going to go get your favorite snack. Because if you guys know me at all, I love snacks. I'm a snacker. Like, I don't like big meals, but I'm like a grazer all day long. I snack nonstop. When Debbie came to my house the first time, she was talking about how I have really good snacks. I love snacks. So um, I'll often do that. I'll be like, okay, get this done. And then you can go have your fun snack. 
the brain responds to that really positively because it's a little child that wants a reward. So you can uh, tell that to yourself. And by the way, someone just shared this in chat and it got me excited. So I want to share this with you. In the book, you get awards. You get awesome human awards as you go throughout the book and do different practices and skills because adulting is hard and we need awards. So extra, extra reminder to pre-order the book because there's lots of awards in here. So give yourself an award, tell your brain, okay, once I get this done, I'm going to go have my favorite cup of, you know, latte or have a snack or, you know, watch a half hour of a show, whatever. Um, which brings me to another thing. And this is, um, there's a whole, um, half a chapter about this in the book. Um, and it's a practice of connecting something that you love to do with something that you don't like to do and only doing them at the same time. So an example is um, if you are trying to work out more and you're just not into it right now, but you have a favorite Netflix show. So the way that you would practice that is it's called temptation bundling. So you're bundling the Netflix show that you love to do with getting on a treadmill or working out, which you don't really like to do, but you want to do. So you're combining an activity that you don't feel like doing with an activity that you love to do. And it's a practice I share with you in depth in the book. And I give you, there's a really great story of a woman and it really changed her life when she did it. Um, but the, the most important thing about that practice is you keep it exclusive. So there's gotta be an exclusive relationship. What I mean by that is you only watch that Netflix show when you're doing your workout. You don't do it at any other time because it's what's going to train your brain to do Okay, it's time to work out. Your brain goes, eh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. And then it reminds itself, oh, but I also get to watch that show that I really like. Okay, I'll do it. Your brain actually starts to associate that pleasant activity with something you don't feel like doing and it puts up less resistance. So temptation bundling. Um, so my example uh, that I wanna give you, um, so many of you know, I take a five mile walk every day in the morning. That's my fuel. I love it. I listen to fiction books. I kind of disconnect from everything. I live in Boston. It has been bajillion negative degrees every day. Like it has been so cold. And I go out in the winter. I, I do. But it's been like, like yesterday was negative six. My family basically protested. They were like, mm -mm 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 -mm. you are not going outside. So we're, I'm grateful that we have a treadmill. I hate that thing. I hate that thing. I don't know the noise of it. It's just like unpleasant. So what did I do? I was like, all right, it's obvious I'm gonna have to be on this thing for a couple of days because it's still that cold. And I was like, all right, there's this mini series that I've wanted to watch. I'm only gonna watch it when I'm on the treadmill. So by the way, you guys, I actually kind of can't wait to get on the treadmill because I'm in the middle of an episode and I'm not watching it outside of the treadmill. So it's working because I'm kind of like, okay, tomorrow I gotta get on that treadmill because I need to finish my episode. So. Really, 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 really powerful practice, temptation bundling. Again, I'm like a, a walking advertisement for my book today, but um, I'm very proud to share my book. A lot more on these practices in the book. A couple other things. Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm going through my list. Okay, if you're feeling really overwhelmed, you know, there's different reasons why we may not feel like doing stuff, right? So if you... Um, are feeling really overwhelmed. Do you know that feeling of like, um, like it's not that you don't wanna do the stuff, it's kind of like you don't know where to start or I hear this a lot, um, like I have so many things to do and I just keep thinking about how much I have to do 
And then I just don't do it because I'm like overwhelmed. So yes, Lisa, like totally common and normal. And again, human, human, human. It just means you're human. So don't judge yourself for it. It means you're a human being. So this practice um, is actually something I came up with last week. So this one is not in the book. We'll have to put it in the next book. Um, so I was kind of feeling like this last week. Uh, it was just like too many things to do. And so I, uh, yeah, Carolyn is saying like, you feel like your brain is too full. So here's what I did. I feel like I, I'm thinking, did I make a video about this? I don't know. Often, if we're not connected on Instagram, by the way, let's connect on Instagram. You can follow me at Natalie Kogan because uh, when I come up with something that's helpful, I immediately share it. Um, my teachers used to tell me I'm a natural teacher and it took me 46 years to embrace that. When I find something that works, I just wanna share it with everyone else. So. Um, that's why I'm like, did I share a video about this? Because it really helped. I think I did. So here is a very simple practice. Yes, Debbie is nodding. I did share a video. So you can go to Instagram and you'll find this video. Um, thank you, Lisa. Um, uh, take out a post-it note or a piece of paper or an index card. Small, small. You want small. Write down one thing you need to do. Forget your to-do list. Put it away. I don't want you to look at your to-do list. Write down one thing you need to do on a post-it note. Put it in front of you. Like I put it on my desk right here. Do that thing. When you are done, take that post-it note, rip it up, crumble it up. Next, one thing. Write it down on a post-it note. Put it next to you. Do that thing. When you're done, rip it up, crumple it up, throw it away. It was so helpful to do this. Like, it's really simple but it really worked because instead of my brain going on and on and on about, oh my God, I have this to do, I have this to do, I have this. Like, I was like, okay, one thing, post-it note, do this. And it like gave me this, like, you can hear it in my voice, like this calmness. So like, okay, I'm gonna do this thing. And then it was very satisfying to rip it up or crumble it up. It gives you a sense of progress. And the human brain loves a sense of progress. So if you can get one thing done, your brain is like, yes, we got it done. Next. And the more of those one thing at a time you do, your brain is actually more willing to do other stuff. So try the little one thing at a time. Now the piece of paper has just got to be small. Post-it note, index card, because when you have a big piece of paper, you're going to write down a lot of stuff. One thing, you do that thing, only that thing. When you are done, you rip it up, you crumble it up. You're like, whoop, next. And your brain is going to become your ally because your brain loves a sense of progress. All right, those are all my tips. I know I shared a lot. Um, you all get a recording so you can watch them again. Um, there is, I can see there is a question. Debbie, you want to read it to me? Awesome. And if you, we have a couple of minutes for questions. If you want to pop yours into Q and A, it's at the bottom of your screen. This is a question from Ashley that's also ideal for me too. You talk about tackling the to-do list and making it over based on how it helps others. She loves this, but she tends to push things that help her off the list and um she serves herself last and she struggles to balance the self-care and the to-dos for others any advice how to help with that balance okay ashley great question again can i just like be the walking exciting advertisement basically the entire book is about that because i had to learn that and i still have to practice it every day a couple of really tangible things. The first is I want you to remind yourself. And when I say remind yourself, I actually want you to say this back to your brain because it's really, really important to practice self-talk. Recognize that just because your brain is telling you, no, 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 you need to do these things first. You need to come at the end. Just because your brain is giving you those thoughts doesn't mean you go along with them. So I want you to talk back to your brain 
and say to your brain that in order for you to do all these other things for others, you need to have energy to do them, which means you have to put your own self-care on your to-do list. You cannot give what you don't have. I think if you've been coming to these shows or if you follow me, you've heard me say this a thousand times, that it's never enough. You cannot give what you don't have. The other thing, um, so that's kind of a foundational thing. You have to remind yourself of that. The other thing um, I know my brain does this is, you know, if I want to take a break during the day because I'm feeling tired and I like, I know I need to do it. My brain will often tell me I don't have enough time for it. All right. You got to call the bullshit. Okay. You have to call your brain's bullshit because you have the time when you take 15 or 20 minutes or an hour to fuel your energy, you're going to come back. You're going to be a productivity machine. You're going to have so much capacity and motivation and focus. Research shows that when you take a break, it improves your focus. It improves your productivity. It improves your creativity. Your brain is very busy when you take a break. It organizes information. It comes up with creative ideas. It solves problems. So don't follow that story if you don't have the time. You have the time because whatever time you spend on self-care, is fueling your productivity, your creativity, your capacity. You have the time. And I, I just got to say this, and this is for Ashley, for me, for Debbie, and for everyone else. If your brain ever tells you, no, 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 I don't have 15 minutes, you call the bullshit. Five minutes less of reading the news, five minutes less of social media scrolling, and five minutes less of email reading. You got your 15 minutes right there. I just got you 15 minutes. Five minutes less of the news, five minutes less of email, and five minutes less of scrolling at social media, boom, 15 minutes. You can do so much self-fueling in 15 minutes. So thank you, Ashley, for an awesome question. I hope this is helpful. We are at time. There are links in uh, chat to pre-order the book. Please remember, if you pre-order the book now, the book, The Awesome Human Project, with all these practices and more, you get access, lifetime access, to my 21-day Happier Challenge digital course. You can start it at any time. You can start it now. You can start it later. When you pre-order the book now, you get it for free. Plus your own very pack, very own pack of notes to self that gets to the mail. Plus something else I'm going to tell you about later, but not today. But don't miss it because all of this will go away on February 8th when the book comes out. All you need to do is go to nataliecogan.com, click on Awesome Human Project book, and there's a quick form just to let us know you've pre-ordered. Next week, we are here at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, a special time. Then we'll go back to our regular schedule. And I have so many exciting guests um, coming up in the next several months. I'm so excited to introduce you to new awesome humans and share their wisdom. And please have a wonderful rest of your week. Please do something today to fuel your energy. I'm sending you virtual hugs, virtual love, virtual hugs to Debbie in New York. And I will see you all next week. Bye, awesome humans. Bye. Bye, everyone. All right, awesome humans. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Awesome Human Podcast. And I would love to know what resonated. What questions do you have? What are you excited to practice? So send us an email to team at happier.com. And please rest assured, if you send an email that you'd love for me to read, I will always get it in my inbox. My team will send it to me. Let's stay in touch so you can keep practicing skills to help you struggle less and thrive more in work and life. The best way to do it is to go to happier.com and subscribe to my weekly newsletter. I promise you, I would never send you spam. It's just more practices, skills, and stories to help you embrace your inner awesome human. I can't wait to see you next week.